in the hobby. It's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking that we could pull, I don't know, Hall of Famer. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. There is nothing more fun than opening an Arena Club slab pack. I mean, it is so much better than any mystery pack that I've ever purchased because there is a focus on transparency. There is a display of available cards. There are hit rates you can get. When you're graded, you're given a rationale. It is the marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, and displaying. Arena Club Slab Packs are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. Whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash badmoney. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack, that's $40 right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash badmoney for 10% off your first purchase. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another Bad With Money Mailbag episode. I'm your host, Gabe S. Dunn. This is the part of the show where we read your emails and listen to your voicemails and read your DMs. And I talk about whatever I want to talk about because it's a mailbag and it's my show. 
So if you want to follow video of this episode, you can do so at patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. I'll do a little hand signal so you guys know that it's Patreon exclusive. Yeah, we're going to get into it. I love hearing from you guys. So here we go. This is an email from Anonymous. Hello. I don't think you've done this in a previous episode, but I was wondering if you could do an episode on accredited investors. These are people with over 1 million in assets or over 200K in income or financial professionals that are allowed to invest in unregulated securities that us plebs are not allowed to invest in. The idea is that they are financially sophisticated, quote unquote. Because dude bro salesmen with absurdly high income have all the secrets. In contrast to Stephanie Lee's boring investment episodes, which I love, I think it's an interesting topic. Who are these people? Who are the companies that provide these services? Are they all Ponzi schemes? Just something I thought would be interesting to explore. Thanks, Anonymous. I agree. You know, I try to stay away from like hedge fund stuff and like capitalist stuff like that on this show. But you're right. It might be worth having someone who deals with high income earners on the show. I just have always felt like who wants to hear that or like, is that going to affect anybody who listens to this? And like, if you do have a high income, you probably don't listen to this show, but maybe people do. If you have a high income, do you listen to this? Would you be interested in hearing from these people who only deal with like million dollar assets? Could I find one that I want to talk to that isn't a total bummer to listen to? I don't know if you are that. Let me know. Also, if you're someone who handles like millions of dollars of investments, why do you listen to Bad With Money? For sheer just enjoyment to keep your ear to the ground so you can you can pretend that you talk to the average person? I don't really know. I'm being an asshole. I understand I'm being an asshole. Yeah, that might be an interesting episode idea. I, I'm not against it. I'll write that down. Okay, this is an email from Big Fan. Dear Gabe. I took out a credit card a few years ago and was doing hella well at paying off everything on time, blah, blah, blah. Well, shit hit the fan last year, and now my $6,000 credit limit is maxed out, maxed out in all caps. And it actually now says I owe $7,000 plus, and it keeps going up. Yeah, that's interest. Okay, I can't afford the minimum payment, but I'm throwing them $5 every week because that's all I got. Is what I'm doing a joke? Am I throwing this money into a pit of fire? Should I just be ordering an extra shot of espresso and saying, fuck their $5? By the way, I say espresso and I won't apologize. That's me, Gabe, talking. This person sent a string of emojis. Advice, words of encouragement. I also noticed on the couch show you got a mic and I could low-key tell you were not being as loud animated as usual. As usual. Oh, that's so sweet. Again, a, a reference to the Just Between Us couch show, which you can watch at youtube.com slash Just Between Us, which is a couch show video version of the dynamic that me and my co-host of my Just Between Us podcast have. So it's not the podcast. It's like more content. I hope you get used to it or just chuck the idea altogether. XOXO, big fan. Yeah, we did just get microphones and I guess I am trying not to be as loud, but it's okay. We, I'm getting used to it and it'll be fine. I'll be back to myself in no time, I'm sure. I'm also pretty self-conscious about my voice because of testosterone. Okay, yeah. So throwing $5 at it, you're basically just keeping... You're basically just paying off the interest and like keeping things at bay. I don't know that that's really doing anything. I'm not a debt. I am not a debt expert, but I feel like paying it off in chunks is better than paying it off just paying the interest. I, I, you know, there is something that we talked about with Stephanie Lee of frequently taxed questions. And this is something that I talked about on a mailbag that maybe people will come at me for. 
But if your interest rate is really high, you can do something where you consolidate. So you get a loan, a consolidation loan that has a lower interest rate. You use that to pay off the credit limit or you get a credit card and don't do this all the time and don't do this as a a practice, but you get a credit card that has a 0% APR, like a zero, you know, for like a year, let's say you'll have like a 0% interest rate. Use that to pay off the one that has a high interest rate and then buckle the fuck up and make sure to pay off that one within a year. We've done episodes about this. That's one one layman's opinion. If you are someone who thinks that that's a terrible idea, let me know. I understand that it might be, but I, I think like the interest is what's killing you. And I talk about this often on the show about interest rates. And I think you've got to focus on how do I get a different interest rate rather than just paying $5. So there's tons to look into there. We've done episodes about it. Go to FrequentlyTaxedQuestions.com. That's Stephanie's website. And also subscribe to the Boring Newsletter, her newsletter, which I really enjoy. But yeah, the interest rate is what's killing you there. I also completely relate to getting back into debt. And what I did was take a loan that had no interest and then paid that off. Risky. Very risky because I don't know what the future could bring, but I knew that paying interest was not the way to go. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You can cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Everything is more expensive these days when you're running a business and you would be wise to find proven ways to cut costs and boost performance at the same time. The fact that you are able to reduce your IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud is incredible. And the ability to access your cloud financial system from anywhere saves you so much time and stress. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. You guys know that I have had allergies for forever. I've had seasonal allergies since I was a kid. It causes pressure in my face, under my eyes. They're my ultimate handbrake. When my nose is plugged up, I feel like I can't do anything. I can't enjoy food because I can't taste it. I can't work out because I feel tired and distracted. I can't even host the show because my voice sounds like a duck. And listen... I am already dealing with vocal strain from testosterone and my voice dropping. I don't need any more problems with allergies. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for allergies like probably for the last 10 years or something. And it's been an absolute life changer. I can go outside without my eyes watering like a fountain. I can speak without feeling like a frog has jumped in my throat. 
I get really embarrassed when I'm sneezing all the time. I have like an itchy nose or throat, like ugh, like just the, the itchiness in the back of your sinuses is like so distracting and so annoying. And I get like pressure in my ears too. It's really painful. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Managing my finances is incredibly stressful and time consuming. I'm sure you guys know you've been with me on this journey. You know how many finance apps I've tried. You know how much they haven't worked for me. And I'm always on the hunt for a finance app that fits my life. And then I tried Monarch. It is so easy to use with powerful features, collaboration tools, intuitive design, personalization, constant product improvements. I really value an app that allows me to do all of this without confusion. And especially important to me is intuitive design and the ability to personalize because clearly finance is not one size fits all. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, the top-rated personal finance app, also has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. Together, you can see all your finances, collaborate on your budget, and get insights on your cash flow and recurring transactions. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. Are you saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation? Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Have you been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, rarely updated? So was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful and ad-free and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Experience a personal finance app that prioritizes the user experience above all else. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications, and more. Plus, there's ad-free privacy you can trust. We will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash badmoney for your extended 30-day free trial. Okay, here's an email from Hallie. Hi, Gabe. My name is Hallie, and I'm a longtime listener, first-time emailer. I live in Austin, Texas, and work in food systems and have a side hustle as a presentation designer. I am a few years into my finance journey and have been spending some time looking at my investments to figure out if I want to move my money, and if I do, where do I want to move it to? A few years ago, I had a chunk of cash that I put into a 401k and a brokerage and set it and forget it into some low-cost mutual funds. I have been going through to figure out if those funds baby me invested in have paid off and if I want to diversify or move more money. My first question to you or a future guest is what is the best way to compare and contrast investment funds? I use E-Trade and there's so much information on every fund page. To try to be able to compare them holistically, 
weigh risk versus average return versus the fees, I made a spreadsheet where I input some of the numbers from the fund page. Is there an easier way to do this? Does everyone do this or is there a public database somewhere? I feel like every website I have found just has individual pages for each fund, not one where you can compare multiple next to each other. Is everyone just figuring it out as they go? I feel like there must be something I am missing. I also would love to know if I even picked the right numbers to compare. I just kind of went with my gut. I also added data from prison free funds to see how my investments stood up against my ethics, which leads me into my second question. I noticed when I did all this that the funds that scored high on the ethics categories, prison free, deforestation free, fossil fuel free, gender equity, civilian firearm free, tobacco free, and defense contractor fee generally had the highest expense ratio, fees. And the one exception to this was the NASDAQ 100 index, QQM, and QQQ, since it is pretty much all tech. Why is this? Is it just because people who care about the planet, other people, are willing to pay a fee to know that they are not investing in horrible things? Does it actually cost more to operate a socially conscious fund? I'm going to have to go back and listen to your ESG episode, but I mostly remember y'all talking about returns, not necessarily expense ratio. Thank you for all that you do from one bicon to another, Hallie. Okay, your spreadsheet looks amazing. I took a look at it and it looks like you really like you did exactly what you needed to do. I, too, have had the problem where every website just shows individual pages and doesn't really have a lot of ability to compare. Motley Fool has some ability to do that. I think that the numbers that you chose are the right numbers to compare. But, you know, like risk, it'll show you risk and then it'll show you average return. It'll show you fees and then inputting them into one place is really smart. I do think there must be a website for what you're talking about. I just don't know it. So I hope one of our listeners writes in and lets me know because I have not encountered that website and I have run up against these problems too. So it's good that we talk about it on the show because I'm sure somebody knows more than me or has done the research or knows what to Google. I didn't even know really what to Google. Now, when it comes to fees, that is true. They are banking on people who are willing to pay a fee on trying to not invest in horrible things. I do think sometimes it does cost more to run a socially conscious fund because they are having to opt out of things and like do more research and look at stuff that isn't just like going with what's the most, you know, what's the most profitable. Like, for instance, when we did our Jim Cramer episode, he talks often about being amoral when it comes to investing. He invests in whatever's going to make him the most money. He doesn't care. He doesn't judge. It doesn't matter. Everything you listed is is really difficult for a company to achieve, mostly because they don't want to. <laughs> and so, you know, I think the rise in being socially conscious when it comes to investing has happened over the last like 10 years. Like you said, our ESG episode was really good with Kevin Matthews from Building Bread. We've also talked about ethical investing a few times. If you want to look up those episodes, I have gotten feedback from people who listen to this show saying, there actually is no such thing as ethical investing. What I'm saying is ethical investing is actually not that it's all capitalist bullshit and that me even pretending that things could be ethical while investing is like a pipe dream, you know? So I do get it. I do understand. And everything you listed, I mean, it, it is it is what people not what people are. Who are trying to get rich are focusing on. My whole thing is I want you guys to be financially stable. I don't necessarily like say that I'm going to make you rich. 
So please write in if you're someone who knows a bit more about this, or even if you think that I'm wrong, if you're listening to this and you're like, I like the socialist aspects of the show. I think that the way that you try to say that there's any ethical way to invest is is problematic and wrong. I would love to hear from you. I, I hear from you a little bit, but I would I would even be open to hearing from you more. This is an email from Anonymous. Hi, Gabe. I love your show and wanted to write in with my own anecdote about interview assignments. This anecdote is actually about the job I currently have. So if you could keep this anonymous, that would be great. I recently changed fields. I went back to grad school and came out the other side with a shiny new degree and tangible but not necessarily direct experience. As a side note, I was surprised by how much better it is to be a job applicant when the unemployment rate is low and my experience is less chaotic than it was in my 20s. (laughs) When I was applying for my current position, when they invited me back for a second round interview, they asked me to complete a short assignment. They wanted a short analysis typical for the job and provided me with sources they commonly use. They asked me to spend no more than 10 hours on it. I was immediately skeptical because I'd heard of these kind of scams in the tech industry, not my industry. So I went to their website to see if I could tell whether they were currently working on a project they could use my analysis for. Very smart, Anonymous. Very smart. It turns out they did one a while ago, so I felt fairly confident that they were just trying to see my writing and analytical skills and not scamming me for unpaid labor. And it turns out I was right. I think ultimately this exercise actually helped me because it was a way to demonstrate that I had the skills needed to work in an industry that I was relatively new to. So this is just to say, in some situations, I think it makes sense to give practical assignments as part of the hiring process. But employers should only be giving these assignments to a small pool of applicants they are interested in moving forward with. Ample time to complete the assignment should be given, a maximum number of hours should be established, and it should not be anything they could steal. Also, if you're hiring someone who has worked in the field before, just ask for an existing writing sample. Anyway, if you're ever looking to interview someone about graduating college at the peak of the Great Recession and fumbling around a variety of industries for 11 plus years, I'm happy to chat. Thanks for all you do. Anonymous she, her. Okay. A lot of different opinions. A lot of different opinions about take-home assignments. Hey guys, Gabe Dunn here. I just wanted to let you guys know that I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. And on that Patreon, I'm going to start doing live hangs with everyone who is a patron. So if you want to join the Patreon, you can get all these episodes ad free, videos of our mailbag episodes, extra writing from me, blogs, fiction, other stuff, things that I'm thinking about with regards to money and personal stories. And also now live hangs with me on Zoom once a month. So join the Patreon. And if you're not a member of the Discord, hop on over to the Discord. That's free. The link will be in the description. It's so fun. So many of you guys talk over there. It's like truly popping off. Um, And if you're on the Discord, I would love to see you in the live hang. So I get to put a face to a name. So yeah, please join patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn and come hang out with me. We're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a new candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. 
it would be so much easier if I was looking for someone to help me with sweetening audio or let's say someone to run my merch shop or all the little things that go into running a podcast. Usually something like that would be so slow and overwhelming. And honestly, I wish I had used Indeed and I will use Indeed in the future. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Just go to Indeed.com slash badwithmoney right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I love to track progress. As you guys know from listening to this show, I'm constantly tracking my progress. What have we done so far in 2024? And spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans like for a car or a home. You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. That's right, you can build your credit using your own money. Get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. With a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. Fee-free overdraft with SpotMe. Overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualified direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. Access 60,000 plus fee-free ATMs. That's more than the top three national banks combined. Easily find one near you with the Chime app. Send and receive money. Use Chime to pay anyone, Chime members or not, and cash out your money fee-free. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started at Chime.com slash bad money. That's Chime.com slash bad money. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Okay, here is an email from Lisa. HR here. Hi, Gabe. I've been listening to Bad With Money since the very beginning, back when you truly didn't know what you were doing with money or lack thereof. I commiserated with you as you broadcast phone chats with your mom about your student loans. You changed the way I look at money then, and as the podcast evolved, you changed the way I saw capitalism and my contributions to it and the way the world works. Thank you for being the window in a world full of opaque doors. Oh my God, that's so sweet. That's one of the nicest things anybody's ever said about the show. If it could fit, I would put it on a mug. I'm writing because I listened to a recent mailbag episode where a listener asked about their 401k and if losses were attributed to both vested and unvested investments equally. I can't answer their question. There are too many variables that I would need to define, but I did want to offer my services as a newly minted HR person. After 20 years of working in TV and digital video as a production exec, I made the leap to human resources, an industry I've always felt so much passion for. And I'm now the head of people and culture for a big YouTube channel. Your advice that people should always go to HR with questions because that's why we're here is 100% accurate. That said, just like every other job, there are some sucky HR people who are going to give bad advice or blow you off or be in a bad mood and make you feel like you're wrong for asking. But I am here. 
And even when I'm in a bad mood, I want to make sure you or your listeners are getting good information. So if there's ever an HR question, feel free to lob it my way. I'd love to help in any way possible to repay you for the years of advice you've given me. XO Lisa. Oh my God, what if we had Lisa on and we did an HR episode where it was like any questions you have for HR, we just have Lisa on to talk about it. That'd be so fun. And we just did like Lisa, the HR person episode. Lisa, would you want to do that? And everyone, would you want to write in with your HR questions? Why don't you do that? Write in with questions that you would have for HR that you're too scared to ask. And I'm going to see if Lisa wants to come on and be our HR person. That could be a fun thing that we do. Okay, here is an email from Taryn Mars. Hi, Gabe. I recently changed my whole name, first, middle, and last. The actual changing of my name was pretty easy once I committed myself to it. I live in Washington and they recently changed the name change application so you don't have to provide a reason for changing your name or announce it to anyone besides the court and the resulting court records. I believe you can even get that scrubbed, but I don't really care, so I didn't. They also changed the wording so you don't have to be a citizen of the county, just prove that you're a resident. Changing my gender marker was as easy as checking a new box when updating my other records as I reported my name change. I went with gender marker X because I felt equally uncomfortable using M or F. And thankfully, Washington has made it easy to choose X. For those of you that don't know, Gabe here, X is the non-binary gender marker. Okay, back to Taryn. I rarely travel out of the country or by plane at all, so I don't have the same safety worries other people do, though it does make me hesitant to visit my little sister in Texas. Last time I went, before I changed my name, I wasn't able to fill my tea prescription when I ran out because it was prescribed by a nurse practitioner at Planned Parenthood rather than a doctor. I didn't get a real ID or enhanced ID or whatever since I have a passport. The court name change and copies of the court order was $277. So I had to get a new ID and that was $80. I had to get a whole new passport, but if I had gotten it more recently, I wouldn't have had to pay the whole fee. That was about $175 and I'm kind of lazy and worried I'd do it wrong. So I had USPS take my picture and do everything for me. I had to order a new birth certificate. Thankfully, I was born in the same state I live in currently, so that wasn't as difficult. And that was $25 plus shipping. And I had to pay emotionally by showing people my court paper and old ID to get my prescriptions picked up. No matter how sure I am that my name is changed in everyone's systems, it always sneaks back up. So I always keep a folded copy of the court paper and my old hole punched ID to show them and prove I am who I say I am. Oh my God, Taryn, I do the same thing. I, I do the same. I do the same thing. My passport's not updated. So sometimes I just keep my passport so I can prove that it's my old name. But also because I only changed my name to, to from my dead name by two letters, I can sometimes get away with people just thinking it's misspelled. OK, keep that a secret, everyone. Keep that a secret. I still haven't changed it on my car loan or a firm. One of those loan sites for smaller purchases. It's how I can afford my e-bike and phone. But whatever, I'll get to it. Also, filing my taxes was pretty easy through the IRS free file options. I used Tax Act, but I filed March 3rd and haven't gotten my return yet in the middle of May. That worries me, but I'm just trying to forget about it. Love the pod, Taryn Dean Mars, they them. P.S. I listen to all podcasts and most books at 1.2 times to 1.6 times speed. So frankly, you don't talk fast enough. Thank you, Taryn. Okay, and now to round us out, a lovely, a lovely five-star Apple review. Money from every perspective. I have loved this podcast since the beginning and often refer back to earlier episodes. I love that Gabe mostly speaks with non-cis straight white men about money since there are enough of those guys telling us how the system works for them. Bad with money fills the gaps of literally everything else. I was hooked from the beginning when they asked the most shamelessly simple questions about money. It was such a refreshing invite in. 
And now years later, although I still have work to do, I feel empowered to make good financial decisions because it's good for me, not because it's what some guy said I should do. Plus, Gabe is super funny and relatable and open to listeners' disagreement, which I appreciate. I look forward to episodes every week. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Gabe. And that's from Kayla JG. Well, if you want to write us a five-star Apple review, please do. You can also leave five stars on Spotify, I believe. You don't have to write a long review. Just give me five stars, please, please, please. And if you want to write into the show, you can write in at GabeIsBadWithMoney at gmail.com. You can also follow me at Gabe S. Dunn or at BW or at BWM or at BWM pod on Instagram and on Patreon at patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. Okay, I love you guys. Bye. <clears throat> Bad With Money with Gabe Shane Dunn is a production of Noted Bisexual. Produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond M. Print Productions. Edited by Diane King. Post-production sound by Coco Lorenz. And music by Mike Kaplan, Zach Sherwin, and Jack Dolgen, as sung by Sam Barbera. Thank you, love you, bye! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.